I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. So I have to tell you, one of my favorite sport jackets, I almost never wear it, never, is a blue velvet Joseph Aboud sports jacket. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. And the reason why I very rarely wear it is it's too dressy for every day, but I'm not sure it's dressy enough. For example, when I get my Guardian of Israel Award at the Fifth Avenue Synagogue on Saturday night. So it's kind of like stuck in the middle. But coming up later on this afternoon, for the second consecutive year, I've been invited to and will attend the Brian Kilmeade Christmas Party in February. <laughs> Well, Kameed yes. takes everybody from WABC, from John, Margot, Chad, and Emily, to guys like me, out to this beautiful steak lunch, and we all have a bunch of laughs and a great time, and I have to stay in the city, of course, for three hours and 15 minutes after the show to do it, but he's all worth it. So today, I am donned in the blue velvet jacket to celebrate nice. my good friend, my great friend, the man on after me every morning at WABC, Fox and Friends and One Nation, the great Brian Kilmeade. Good morning, Brian. Hey, uh, Sid, great job. Congratulations on the impactful coverage overseas. Can't wait to get, uh, I can't wait to get the insight today. But I wanted to try to do this in December because I appreciate you guys, especially Justin, your producer, uh, doing the talk in New York every day. Never forgets to call right at 520. Uh, so uh, it was, they say it was just too busy for everybody. So we waited to after you got back, and, and we're going to do this thing. We're going to have some fun. It's always fun. No, you're, uh, listen, I, I love being in your company. You're funny. You're smart. Uh, what you see on TV is basically what you get with uh, with Brian Kilmeade. And in terms of Israel, you know, last week you were kind enough to put me on your big-time radio show on over 100 markets around the country on Fox. I believe it was after my Tuesday show, maybe Wednesday show last yeah. week, live from Jerusalem. And look, you know, uh, I, I just did a, a huge story. It's going to be in the New York Post. comes out this Sunday. Everybody pretty much asked the same thing. What was it like? And I'll say this uh, to you like I told everybody else. These are the most resilient loyal, patriotic people 
You look at what goes on in this country, the divide between Biden people and Trump people, the divide in New York City between the lefties and people like me who are sick and tired of the illegals, the dirt and the crime. It is rough. It is rough. There is none of that in Israel. Everybody walks the streets, Brian, with a smile, with a sense of pride. You would never know, never know they're in the middle of a huge war, which is taking place in the south. It's also taking place right now in Judea and Samaria. And right down the road, maybe the worst of all, this possibility of a war in the north. You'd never know it. These people are the most beautiful people in the world. So the whole thing is, the, the subplot is the hostages. So finish off Gaza, the world telling, saying stop. And then at the same time, you got hundred over 100 hostages, some of which are in their 80s and some small children. And every day that goes by, people are agonized and torn up by it. So the, the, that, dual, uh, uh, that dual emotional trauma is undescribable, almost unprecedented. Yeah. Now, listen, I had the opportunity to sit with Rachel Goldberg and her son, uh, of course, Hirsch, a very, very a face you know. You know, his arm was blown off at the Nova Music Festival. You've seen yeah, Rachel Goldberg sure. on your station a million times. She sat with me for 30 minutes live in studio last week. But, you know, the reports come out today. NBC is reporting that at least, at least 31 of that 136 are dead. I've seen other reports today that say at least half are dead. So the truth is, there's not 136. Uh, but look, uh, Israel wants the bodies. That's part of the issue. So even if these people are dead, they want the bodies back. But trust me when I tell you, 136, not even close. Probably closer to 70. Yeah, I mean, and there could be a deal uh, in the works. I just was just watching some international channels, uh, and they, they seem to think it's closer than ever. One of the reasons it was delayed is because this Hamas leader, this coward, is running for his life. No one can get a hold of him. Uh, to see if he'd sign off on this. I mean, that, these are some of the things you hear. Obviously, fifth and sixth hand, and uh, the BBC's got more resources there, it seems, uh, overseas. So we'll see what happens. And then we find out that behind the scenes, Joe Biden's using expletives to describe uh, who Benjamin Netanyahu is. Oh, please. So uh, mm-hmm. we're their best ally, and that's the way this, this president feels about the prime minister. Uh, This president has been exposed as a lying fake. He is not there for Israel. Uh, Every time he says something nice about Israel, he he says something nasty, like you said about Netanyahu. He has forced them into ceasefires and pauses. We know, of course, he's funded Iran in not just one but two administrations. And the people on the ground in Israel know it. They're not fooled. People here, these morons in America who hate Trump so much, they'll vote for Biden. They overlook it. In Israel, they say the right thing because they need America's money. They need America's help. But they know Joe Biden is a double-talking, can't-trust-him, backstabbing, no-good Son of a bitch. And he's not fooling anybody in Israel. But I want to move from the Israel-Hamas war to the war on the streets of New York. Let me tell you who I can't stand, okay? This governor, this Kathy Hochul, and I'll tell you why. For her to come out like she's tough on crime and all of a sudden criticizing Alvin Bragg, let me tell you what the biggest problem there is with her criticizing Alvin Bragg. You know what it is? She's the only person in the world that can fire Alvin Bragg today. She's had ample opportunities over the last couple of months, even with the Daniel Penny trial, to fire Alvin Bragg. So the fact that she criticizes Alvin and she's upset about, you know, bail reform and the migrant crisis says to me, so what? Do something about it. Fire Alvin Bragg. 
and all these Democratic legislatures that will not realize that bail reform was the biggest folly uh, in New York State history, and it's costing us uh, thousands of lives, the quality of life, putting criminals back on the street, now illegal aliens back on the street so they can get their prepaid credit cards. So she says, yeah, uh, blame Alvin Bragg. Let me ask some. Alvin Bragg should have been fired. I'm with you. But what was he waiting for? He said, "Yo, well, we didn't have all the facts. That's why we didn't we didn't put him in jail uh, pending bail." What do you mean you didn't have all the facts? Can you guys have it? Do you have a video recorder there? Do you, do you know you have every camera on the street on Forty Second Street? You know that 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 beatdown that we all witnessed was available to them, and they still let them out. It was outrage, just like the bodega owner. Let's put him in Rikers Island for protecting himself until the video emerges and outrage starts with you and the New York Post going crazy, and then that guy, the bodega owner, gets out. Or Alvin Bragg's instinct is immediately uh, side with the criminals. Right. And he's not the only one. Look at Chicago. Look at Philadelphia. San Francisco, they ousted their guy. Look at Los Angeles. No, you're right. That guy, Jose Alba, was actually a hero, and he's, uh, his whole life were, was a mess. He actually had to leave New York City. So there's been ample opportunities for Hoko to get rid of this son of a gun. She doesn't do it. So whatever she says to me means a whole bunch of well, nothing. Well, she's not going to get you because she wants to get rid of Trump. He wants to get rid of Trump, right? So right. this guy is going to have the first Trump trial in New York, I think, in May. Do you believe this? Of course, and that's why she still has some loyalties to him, because him and Letitia James, they wake up every morning trying to put my good buddy in jail. And that's why she's got some loyalty to him, even though she knows he is derelict of duty. Now, Eric Adams, you talk about timing. The cops just got beat up. Just everybody is pissed at the illegals. You had all of his cops talking just last week that it's one thing to come here looking for help. Once you become a criminal, you're a criminal. And almost at the exact same time, Adam says, let's spend $53 million on giving these people credit cards. What's wrong with him? Well, he says, I'm going to save money because they don't like our food that we give them, so we'll let them shop for their own. It's a pilot program. That's what he's saying. Uh, so let's see how that goes. It's crazy. I mean, that's just another attraction. Wait, if I get to New York, I'm going to get a prepaid credit card? Fantastic. Uh, that sounds great. By, by the way, so when you go out, don't worry. Your laundry will be done. What kind of fabric softer do you need for your towels? Oh, and we'll take it down your bed every day. So what's going on? Yeah, why is it between, uh, you know, him and Hochul, we got to get these people jobs, you got to give them credit cards. You know, on one hand, he bitches and complains how there's no room here, right? The hotel is closed and the national government and the federal government won't help us. And then he has all these programs and ideas that incentivizes people to come. What is he thinking? Well, the worst is uh, Gavin Newsom. He's giving the guys free health care. Do you believe this? He's overwhelming every emergency room for the legitimate citizens of California. And now every illegal go gets free health care. If you don't and you think that shows compassion, I mean, that's just total idiocy. It's going to just bring out a, even more of an invasion. Yeah. So now President Biden, just so you know, President Biden's got his new line. Uh, Donald Trump killed uh, border reform. I wanted to back up the border, but Donald Trump killed it. Get ready for that. No, I know he's going to say that. But getting back to Newsom, you talk about the health care, also voting. People in California, get the, these illegals get to vote almost right away. Uh, but, but with that said, it seems like he may be on the ticket. What do I mean by that? You know, I've been saying for a while now, and people like Roger Stone on this show, Steve Bannon on this show have agreed that Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee. 
that the Democrats are, are ready at some point to unveil the real ticket, which will be Michelle Obama and Gavin Newsom, the aforementioned Gavin Newsom. Now, I know Cindy Adams has it today, and outside of the interviews I did on my show, no one else has printed this, that <clears throat> Michelle Obama is ready to run But I got to tell you, Brian, every day that Obama Newsom ticket looks more and more like it's going to happen, especially with the with the the numbers coming out this week that Trump is now built like a five to seven point lead over Joe Biden. The only thing you're missing and I know you're not missing it, but you're discounting it. I think everybody is, is that Joe Biden's calling the shots because he's got Air Force One unless they have something on him. And I mean, extortion, old fashioned extortion, unless they have something on him to force him out. His family does not want to lose that power and influence. The people around him, Jake Sullivan and all these other guys, don't want to lose that power and influence, Anthony Blinken. And, yeah, they might stick around for an Obama administration if he was to actually put this together and go. But I, you have to just understand that, <clears throat> that Obama and Biden don't get along. And even though they're in communication, they look at two different factions. Like the Clintons and Obamas did not get along. They are two different factions. And he has got to step aside. He does not understand how bad he's failing. I think he does. And uh, if he doesn't, he's certainly been told that. And I look at uh, Biden like he's Christopher or Paulie Walnuts. And I look at Barack Obama like he's Jimmy Gandolfini, Tony Soprano. And if Barack Obama walks into the White House and says, hey, Joe, sit down right here. You're done. Joe's going to be done. I don't care whether he likes Obama, hates Obama. Obama put him there. Bottom line, I put you here. I made you my vice president. I did what I had to do during the campaign in 2020 to put you here. Now get your ass out of here. So I don't buy that Biden calls the shots. I don't think Biden's called the shots from day one. Well, Sid Scorsese, let me tell you a thing or two. All right. Bottom line is. Obama's keys don't work in the front door, and Biden's do, does. And he may have put him there, and he absolutely saved his career, no question. And then he avoided him and used Bo Biden's death as an excuse. I got it. But then he helped put him there and ran for it. But once he got the keys, he's calling the shots unless they have something on him, unless they let the Hunter Biden investigation go right to uh, where it belongs, which, which is Joe's bank account. So if something like that becomes clear, for example, this document case, keep an eye on Robert Hur's investigation because they're going to start taking pictures of what he took from those skiffs when he was a senator uh, and in Boston. And don't be surprised if, if Obama's got some influence there. So that could neutralize uh, Trump's uh, document case, obviously, too. So don't be surprised if something like that happens. But if Biden has his druthers and does not fall and have an aneurysm or any type of physical ailment, he is going to go through the convention and take on Trump, even though you even what you're saying is logical. But nothing about Joe Biden is logical and the people around him and his wife will not let him not be president. Yeah, she's the problem. Jill, you're right. Let's wrap up this uh, great conversation again for folks that don't know. I bring this up all the time. One of the first jobs I got offered in New York was to do a sports show on um, Sports USA, or I don't even remember what it was called, with Brian Kilmeade, live from Mickey Mantle's Bar. The year was 1997, and clearly we didn't do that. Now, years later, Brian is a monster superstar. This Sunday, Super Bowl 58 from Las Vegas, second time in four years. It'll be the Chiefs and the 49ers. Only difference is, four years ago, it was Garoppolo quarterback in San Francisco. This year, it's Brock Purdy, but Patrick Mahomes is right back there. And I remember watching my dear friend Christopher Russo, by the way, Mike Francesa, on the show 815 tomorrow. But I remember watching Russo on vacation during Christmas. And he, like everybody else, was, was saying, the Chiefs are done. They're finished. It's over. 
and here's Patrick Mahomes right back in a Super Bowl. They're the underdog. I would never bet against the Chiefs. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Well, I don't know about betting. I'm, I'm not a big better, but I think San Francisco's going to win. And, and what I think is underrated is Brock Purdy, what he did with his feet in the fourth quarter. And I think the coaching staff is going to be fantastic. I, the adjustments are going to make it halftime. It's going to have everybody taking notes. I get it. I give the nod to the 49ers. I think the Chiefs are the most flawed, great team uh, in the Super Bowl. They, they, have, they are so beatable, yet they have find a way to overcome uh, uh, their deficits. I, and I'm not talking about scoring. Any type of any, when they have a key drop, they find a way to to come up big defensively. But I just think San Francisco is ready to go, and I, I think that they got the coaching staff to do it. I think they've been thinking about this matchup for a while. It's truly a rematch. So if you tape this, I don't know if you would play record on this uh, on your cassette. I don't. You do this on a cassette uh, deck, right? You tape this. Yes, on a cassette. of course. Yes, if you I hit know. you hit play record, Absolutely. you could play this back on uh, Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. Monday. Okay. Uh, listen, I'm taking Andy Reid and his coaching staff over Shanahan and his coaching staff every day of the week, and I'm taking Mahomes over every quarterback in football. He'll find a way to win. Finally, One Nation, after my buddy Mark Levin, 9 p.m. Saturday nights, mm-hmm. Fox News, great, great show, so much uh, going on. You're going to love one of my guests. Who do you got? Especially. Uh, John Harbaugh. Oh, I love John Harbaugh. I know you love him, too, and... And of yeah. course, uh, his Baltimore Ravens very big disappointing. Uh, that, that was a that was a bad loss. It was, but hey, uh, he's in Baltimore. His mm-hmm. brother Jim leaves Michigan. He's in Los Angeles, and the Harbaugh mm-hmm. brothers once again can go head to head in the NFL. Yeah, it's going to be. And also, you know, this guy is flat out. He's the most successful coach in the NFL right now. He's had one losing season, I think, in fifteen years. So he gets there. Uh, obviously, a huge disappointment. I want to get his uh, take on the game. Also, the fact is that. He opens up these press conferences, gives thanks to God, and people might try to cut it out. His brother's showing up these pro-life rallies. And the Harbaugh's are really getting the attention of people outside sports. And also, it looks like Jim Harbaugh's son, his nephew, uh, John's nephew, just got a job in Seattle. So it looks like the coaching tree will continue. Oh, that's awesome. Who else? Who's coming on to talk politics on Saturday night? Dana Perino. Uh, Dana Perino, for sure. Uh, so she is going to be on, and we're going to have Tommy Lahren. Uh, so we're just still formatting a little bit. We are at Wednesday. We want to make the show relevant by Saturday. So uh, I'll yeah. continue to, to, yeah. to push this cause. Clearly, you're, uh, you're pushing all the pretty girls at Fox News on Saturday night. Dana, Tommy. And just, a, um, just a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Just a coincidence. Hey, it's good TV, they brother. Are. Good TV. Right. Uh, I look very much forward to seeing you this afternoon at the, uh, the Brian Kilmeade Christmas lunch. And as always, excellent job. I'll see you this afternoon. I'll be watching One Nation. We'll do it again next week. Thank you, buddy. And don't forget our big radio show coming up from 9 to noon, uh, 10 to noon for you guys. Uh, Anthony Munoz will be with us. Oh, wow. Uh, Rich Lowry, Andy McCarthy, Martha McCallum. It's going to be a wow. big lineup. And just promise me you'll stay within yourself until we have lunch. <laughs> I'll do all that. You got it, buddy. That's a monster right. show Brian's got coming up. Hall of Fame lineman Anthony Munoz and all those other great political guests, including a guy that's on this show every Monday, my friend Rich Lowry. Uh, that'll wrap up the 7 o'clock hour, big 8 o'clock hour about to come your way, which includes Congressman 
Peter King. More of Sid and Friends in the morning on a Wednesday right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.